adventurers, and welcome back to another episode of Geekly Inc.'s Random Encounters, Curse of Norhal. I am your Game Master, Joshua Scalf, and with me today is Matthew Morris. Archmage Era says, that was random? Well, y'all have done it again. You got me to sign into iTunes. I recently started listening to Random Encounters, been meaning to, but I had always decided issues of deciding where to start. Oh, it's long. Uh, Shadowrun's good. Who knew that Michael could be bloodthirsty? Uh, I'll be in my bunk. Five stars. Jennifer Cheek. Hey, everyone. Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Carrie Green. Was that Nate? And Matt Sperlin. I don't know. I'm here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. A lot of high energy yeah, we got, have today. We've got various uh, levels and types of energy today. Carrie has COVID, which <laughs> is a little rude because we were making jokes about having COVID, and he just fucking and he, did and it. He got, yeah. really, Tim, this is yeah, a yeah, new yeah. story. This is this is Carrie's story. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. Go get it. And make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I also was laughing with Tim earlier. Like last week, I just had like a vague cold and was like, I can't record. And Carrie's like, I have COVID and I'm still let's recording. Go. I felt like the meme of the big strong dog and the little weak dog. I'm the little weak dog, and Carrie is the big strong dog. Like I have two weeks free to play D and D as much as possible. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) That's all I have left to do. All I have. I was gonna say because you're shed man now, right? To separate yourself. I'm shed man. Yes. Yes. I have an inflatable mattress right there on the floor that I sleep on at night. Oh, the adventures of shed man. I live in shed, dude. Air mattress bros. Yeah. I'm four weeks in a day on an air mattress. Woo! Sweet. Yeah, we're gonna have the same. We're gonna have the same time on that. It's gonna be good times until tomorrow, and then my real bed will be here. Mm, nice. Uh-huh. All right. So for an experience point, who wants to do a recap of what happened last time? I have to do it. I have to do it. Tim, ha- Tim does have to do it. It was more rhetorical. Yeah, Tim claimed an experience before point before the episode started. So. Yeah. I feel like I deserved it, but okay. I'll take it this way. So last week we dealt with the thing in the pond, the yes. lake, the pond. Uh, we were able to defeat. I don't ha- do I ha- do I take notes? I I Tim, if you want to look at some of my notes that I have, I'll allow it since we're married. Uh, okay, <laughs> Tim, if it helps, the I think the only relevant note I have is Mort is full of fish and ready to fight. <laughs> what more do you need to know? Um. Uh oh yeah, because we ate food. Yeah, we went back to the fish shack. We went back to. Oh yeah. Uh uh uh. Hold on, I definitely have the name. Restaurant. Sorry, it's important. I think it's the crab catfish. All right, crabby catfish. Also have a note that says beginning woman lady. Uh, I'm hoping from those those two things, Tim, that you can reconstruct. uh, Does that help? It does help. It's perfect. (laughs) It's the woman from the tent with the pillows, the cookies. Red Fortunes. Madam Ava? That was a long time <laughs> Very ago. Very long time that was, ago. That was the beginning, lady. Um, so yeah, we fought Bluto, uh, right? And, yeah. And uh, so the first like uh, uh, episode, I guess, was the, the combat. Uh, the second episode was re- resolving the combat and getting back to town. Um... Did you forget about how Bluto got his head taken off by the tentacle monster? No, I didn't. I was just being more vague, I guess. So he got his head taken off by the tentacle he's monster. He's fucking dead. He's fucking dead. Uh, and then we went to uh, we went back to Velaki, and um, you know I don't remember anything else, and I don't Should, feel like I deserve. I don't feel like you do it. I feel like I do deserve it because I do know what happened. No, I'm gonna I, say, I'm gonna take over for you. So yes, yeah, so we. we Oh, Yeska, Yeska was the kid that was in the sack that we rescued. 
Um, and we take Yeska back to town. And the whole deal is that the festival, the whole festival that everyone's been talking about is happening tomorrow. Um, right now, Irina is pretending to be Stefania, who I... Who's Stefania? I don't know who that is. Uh, that was just a, a alter ego. Just an alter ego. That, okay, cool. Yeah. That, that, uh, Rick Tavio, the alter ego. Also Audrey, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right, right. Because, yeah, was, wasn't was Irina as Stefania were, like, helping out with Rick Tavio? In yes. The whole, like. She looked very miserable while doing it. She hated it. Because, <laughs> yeah, stuff was happening. We, uh, I, the other note I have is that Vincent is getting real pissed about Milovage. And I don't remember why Vincent specifically was pissed about this. Who's Vincent? <laughs> oh, you're Vincent. I'm, 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 I'm Vincent. I'm gesturing at the screen. <laughs> Wow. I'm, it's me. Tim, I think you get the losing experience. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim, you D-level. Cash in one of your skills. No. <laughs> I deserve it. But... Okay, so yes, the, the, that's mostly what happened. To fill in some of the blanks, yes, you went to in, in the grave Bluto. In the stole the stuff. You went to go uh, confront Bluto down at the lake, who's the young fisherman who you guys suspect may have had something to do with stealing the bones of St. Andrews, which is what has caused the hollow ground in Velaki to be desecrated and no longer hollowed. Uh, when you get there, you saw old Bluto out in the lake with a large burlap sack that when they tossed it into the lake, it began to thrash and thrash. Connie jumped into the lake without hesitating whatsoever, swam out to the middle to rescue the bag and found the young altar boy, Yeska. And as she... Connie dragged Yeska back onto the boat, they were immediately harassed by a large tentacle thing in the lake. Mm -hmm. uh, as they, the party that was left on the shore, they did their best to distract the thing in the lake. As it came out, it was massive. As we described last time, it was roughly H3 Hummer sized. <laughs> Very big. Um, and combat ultimately ended when Ember was able to transform this creature into a small, I think it was like a combination between an octopus and also a Shiba Inu. Yes, I have in my notes, Shiba Puss. Shiba Puss. <laughs> uh, and then they put it in a crab trap and used that to threaten old Bluto, who was back on the shore um, with... They were able to extract from Bluto and uh, traumatized Yeska that it was... Milivage, who was also involved in this, and they were trying to get rid of Yeska because he saw too much. Got it. That's why Vincent's freaking pissed because yes. Milivage is shady. Uh, the last thing that happened is you guys, as you were heading back to town, you heard a large explosion, what sounded like a small fishing shack being exploded, and a slithering sound back into the lake, and you can only infer what happened from uh -oh. there. <laughs> and when you get back to the church, Father Lucian mentioned that Milivaj had gone home from the day. Uh, and that's where we're going to pick up. So at this point, it's starting to become... That's more or less what I said. You'd <laughs> expect... About evening time. It's been a very long day already with everything you've done. I would say, again, no sun here. We say this every time. Yeah. You can't quite tell by the sun. <laughs> it's not sundown, but you'd expect by how your bodies feel. I don't know, maybe roughly around five to six o'clock in the evening. So it's the day is starting to come to a close. Mm. Uh, Father Lucian has told you uh, where Milivaj's home is, and you have a rough idea in the town. What do you do? I would like to go to Millie Yeah, I mean that was my first thing. Just we gotta we gotta go there. Fuck him up. 
Yeah, I was going to be like, I'm going to do some downtime activities. I was like, oh, wait, we should probably go get the guy before he leaves. Yeah, exactly. He's going to he's gonna fucking scoot. But if it was people are going to sleep, then, you know. Or at 5 o'clock. I don't know. We're tired. <laughs> I'm sleepy. I'm tired all the time in real life. So God, can you just imagine getting that much sleep every day, oh. going to bed at 5, five 6 o'clock? Sleep Damn. from like 5 yes. till 8 a.m. Oh, that sounds great. No, 5 to 5. Five exact twelve hours sleep. Twenty four. Josh, are there like in the town? Are there like preparations happening around for the festival still, or is that like is everything like ready to go for tomorrow? Uh, Yes, there's a lot of last minute preparations still happening. Uh, Lots of you know still hanging banners and streamers. It's all coming together. It's, you know, the festival uh, is supposed to kick off at roughly midday tomorrow, mm. but you wouldn't be surprised at this point if there were early morning festivities yeah, yeah. or something so, like that. But like yeah. Ninja and Shroud are there. That's a bad joke. I feel like the vibe, like for some reason, like it being like so dark and everyone's still like making these preparations for the festival is very ominous to uh, me. For sure. I bet. The, uh, yeah, I bet the the the. the uh, fuck my brain. What's not just with justification. But like the uh, the the differences between like setting up uh, between like a festival when you are in Helltown, right? Um, yeah, it's like not really happy. Like if right. it was a normal place, it'd be like, oh yay, the festival's tomorrow. But it's like, ah oh, yes, the festival that we all know and love. Yeah, it feels weird. But also when it's a festival that has also happened in the prior week, in the week before that, and the week before that, exactly. and the week before that. Yeah, yeah. Yay, it's very it's that festival we all yeah. know is coming. This... It's creepy. You <laughs> have to be happy or else you get murdered. Yeah. That's how I feel about Christmas. To to kind of help you guys out, let's say uh Father Lucy and he he uh, he gives you guys a map with a with a rough, um, you know, an idea of where Millivage lives, and he's going to stay behind and just keep an eye on Yeska because Yeska uh, very obviously traumatized from what yeah, just happened. Yeah, rough day. <laughs> so you have a rough idea where yes, uh, for uh, where Millivage's home is. All right, we should go there. Um, is this town big enough that they have like a criminal element? I feel like I've asked this. Uh, so I guess somewhat. I mean, you can probably infer that there are some maybe shady pickpockets around, but as far as like organized crime, I mean, you guys wouldn't really know that from the people you've interacted with thus far. Okay. I just wanted to go kind of like corrals and talk to people near where we think he lives to kind of get like, is there vibe. like a bar or like a shady bar near where he lives? Right. Like in that part of town. Remind me how how big is the town? Like, what's the populace yeah. like? Like, does it have like more than one bar? Like, would everybody know who he is? <laughs> like, is that guy? I would think uh, not. People would know. I would say roughly this is a town of maybe five, six hundred people live in this town. Okay. It's a decent sized town. Everyone kind of knows everybody, but it's also not as small as Barovia that mm. you just came from. Mm-hmm. Right. I always kind of forget that Dungeon World is like, you just do it. You don't have to roll for it. This is right. uh, not a, that big of a deal. So I kind of want to go near where Millivage lives and just sort of get the the vibe. You know, maybe uh, spark up a conversation, ask how this neighborhood is. Um, I'm from out what of town. What are the property values around What's here? What's the property values? <laughs> like good, good schools? Good schools? 
Okay, yeah, absolutely. You guys head to, you know, you cr- walk down a few busy streets. You're weaving in and out of different people carrying ladders and other sorts of decorations as they're also ripping other decorations down. Uh, and you come to the the rough street that has been marked on the map by uh, Father Lucian where you can, you know, you understand that Millie Vaj lives. Uh, and yeah, there are plenty of people working uh, around you if you wanted to try and strike up a conversation with somebody. Yeah, I want to. I want to walk up to the hardest looking mf around. I want to look. I want to look for somebody who's having trouble putting up decorations. Oh, classic, classic, classic Connie. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so let's resolve uh, uh, Mort's first. So yeah, you walk up to the the hardest mf'er that you see, and let's say it's a it's a large dragonborn uh, woman, very very thick, swole, has a has a scar over one of their eyes. Um, okay, I want to talk to her too. <laughs> can it be one of those uh, like lizard? You know how some of those lizards have a big neck. Oh yeah, yes. we love those. Love it. Thick neck, yeah. Thick neck, Thick neck yeah. <laughs> and they're they're not um, they're, they're kind of standing back and help directing people to put up decorations over here, tear their tear, uh, tear those down over there, and stuff like that. You just go up and talk to her, Mort. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, how's the day treating you? Uh, it's, it's another day. I don't. I don't think I've seen you in town before. Yeah, I'm new here. Another day of decorating, though. Yeah, I'm trying to find a safe place, kind of. Not used to this whole area. Yeah, I mean, it's safer than anywhere out there, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, can you tell me anything about this sort of neighborhood? I don't know if I'm able to afford a place like this to live, but you know how it goes. Any good schools? Anything I need to worry about? <laughs> he really is asking about property values. <laughs> You're you're kind of funny, aren't you? I mean, there's there is the school of town, uh, not multiple schools. Uh, I mean, little, little joke, little joke, little outside world joke. I'm from a larger city in the before times. Okay, the before times. I don't catch your meaning. Oh, uh, I'm not from Barovia or Ravenloft or whatever it is that you call the greater area. Uh huh. Some people just get dragged in here. That, that's, okay. That's normal, right? Um. Well. Okay, and she actually kind of gets a little nervous looking when you when you mention that that you're not from around here. But I'm a guest of um, uh, the city, the Burgermeister. Burgermeister, does that help? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, Valaki is very safe, and as the Burgermeister always says, "All will be well. All will be well." She's uh, you. You can see that she is still very anxious looking as you um, are. Talking about being from outside, yeah. but also a guest of the Burgomeister, you've 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 set this very built hard mf'er uh, on edge by talking about that. Um, I like when you can point to fucking up squarely on yourself and not on the beautiful thing we call the dice rolls. Yeah, yeah. Like, nope, just played this one wrong. <laughs> so uh, while while Mort is talking to this mf, Connie, you're you're helping somebody decorate. Um, you see a a thin uh, elf man. As he's carrying a paper lantern, like trying to carry it up a ladder while trying to balance and also hang it and everything. And they're they're very small, lithe and struggling. This looks like a job for Bandit. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Bandit. What does Bandit do? I'll I'll um I'll well, I'll engage the, the, the elf first and I'll, I'll ask him, say, Oh, do you do you need any help uh with with the uh the string of lights? Oh, oh yes, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much. I have I have just the companion who'd be able to help you, and I'll lift up the hat and 
Bandit will scurry out, and I'll I'll talk to Bandit and tell him to go help with the lights. Okay, you got it, boss. Do it all good like. <laughs> uh, Bandit scurries up uh, on the ladder uh, right past this uh, elf and kind of grabs it and yanks it and runs along, like, the roof with the, uh, the I guess, the string of lights in its teeth kind of dragging it and... I guess, drops it off, like, roughly after the rope has been brought tight, and the elf says, oh, oh, thank you so much. That that was actually quite helpful. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help out all of you. I, I've heard the tales of Velaki and how it is a, a beacon of light in, in these dark times. Uh, in fact, I, I, I spent some time in the Church of St. Andrews earlier, and uh, I really found some peace there, but you know, I saw a gentleman that was there as well. A, um, uh, he was a half orc. What was his name? Milivage. I, he looked really distraught. I was, I was going to see if I could help him with something. Maybe he's preparing for the festival as well. Do, do you know anything about him? Uh, I mean, yes, Milivage. You know, he's been in the town for a very long time, and he's always helping out, doing uh, odd jobs here and there. He's helped with some of these decorations just a few days ago. I know he helps around out at the church. He helps with the fishing. He he does it all to support his young siblings. Um, his parents died when he was very young, and he kind of just does everything he can to keep the house going. Oh, I had no idea that he was the, the breadwinner for the family. I mean, Yes, it's it's very sad. But he, Perhaps he, in the time of the festival, he needs our help as well. Oh, I I think that's a beautiful sentiment. I I agree. You know, he's he's he has a heart of gold. He really truly does, and he tr- he tries his best. It's I mean, is that is that common for for Velaki, or is he just a uh, unique in that way? <sighs> I mean, it's it's sometimes tense, just be, things being as they are out there. But we all do our best here. But you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's common. What a terrible world it would be for it to be common for a family to have both parents just dead and all of the work to just be left to the oldest son. That'd be horrible if that was common. Oh, but, sorry. I, I meant his, his, not his, his family situation. I meant his, his forwardness with helping out and being a productive member of the town. I, 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 I have come from Barovia before I was here and it was... Not quite the same. Uh, well, I I think we all just try to do our best. I mean, it's, they kind of, you know, kind of look around, make sure no one is eavesdropping, listening. I mean, I'm sure as you've been able to hear in your limited time here that these festivals are mandatory. Um, I think we're all just doing our best at this point to get by. Of course, but it's the festivals that they keep the devil away. <laughs> that's that, <laughs> that's that's what they say. Of course, of course. Well, I'm, I I apologize for taking up your time. Uh, if there's any other way I can help, please let me know. But uh, my name is Connie. Oh, well, thank you so much, Connie. And uh, goes today the the elf crouches down and says, "And thank you." What what was what was their name? Bandit. <laughs> uh, oh, the, thank you, Bandit. Um, and. Uh, they, you know, get back up on the ladder and start nailing in the the lights that uh, Bandit helped hang. What are the What are the rest of you doing? So we know that uh, Mort has engaged this large dragonborn woman. Connie has engaged this elf. I guess Ember, uh, Roxar, and Vincent. What are the three of you doing? Good 
question. <laughs> I feel like, so, so is it still, is it just like general street? Like there's just random people around, I guess. Yeah. General street, random people around. You see some small alleyways. You see some, uh, not quite row houses, but like row apartments, I guess, you know, small tenements kind of lining the sides of the street. Could I do, um, detect magic to see if like, anything weird is in this area uh yeah absolutely go ahead and roll to cast a spell and i think that actually i get to that's a cantrip for me so yes that is a nine for me uh so as you cast your spell uh you have to choose one from the list either drawing unwelcome attention disturbs the fabric reality take minus one ongoing or you forget the spell until the next time you prepare Man. Choices. Now remember, you are in the middle of a somewhat busy street right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I am. In a, in a town that is very tense and kind of always on edge. I kind of feel like I might just need to just forget the spell for yeah. right now. <laughs> for, for, safety, <laughs> for safety purposes. That's probably good. I think I have some other stuff I can do to like uh, do a similar thing if I need to. So yeah, I forget the spell <laughs> until next time. So you do cast Detect Magic and uh, as always, the typical glowings of magic all around you from the mists of Ravenloft where you are. Um, however, you don't really catch any just like hard pings of magic. You okay. know, you don't see people carrying anything that might resemble a magic item or or anything uh, threatening around okay. you. And it's not like, so. oh, this house has got some energy coming mm-hmm. from it. Like nothing like that. Yeah. So uh, you're not, not really picking okay. up anything around you. Now, how long does uh, Detect Magic stay up, just out of curiosity? Good question. Let me check. So it just says, it just says one of your senses is briefly attuned to magic. The GM will tell you what here is magical. That's it. Briefly. Say. Yeah, so I'm briefly. assuming it's like okay. a flash and then it goes away. I'm yeah. Guessing. Okay. So yeah. Uh, what about Roxar and Vincent? What are the two of you doing? I feel like Roxar would do something dumb here. Yay. Oh, okay. Party? Well, I, I feel like, you know, there's a festival being prepared for uh at festival there's there's normally some form of of lights and i i assume in this this period of time those are comprised of fire Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh so rockstar i like where this is going trying to be finding (laughs) the whoever the lamplighter is or whoever is going around setting up the lights and uh offer assistance Okay. Uh, <laughs> I insist to assist. Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Rocks. You see, uh, going up behind the uh, the elf that Connie was speaking to, uh, another person on a ladder. It's you know, it's like they'll they'll hang up one light, nail it in place, and then another person right behind goes up and uh, lights the lantern. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you see. You, you, yeah. You see a person up on a ladder doing that. What do you do? <laughs> Yes, I believe I could be of uh, assistance, and Roxar summons his whip. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, um, just to confirm, you're you're summoning a flaming whip in the middle of town. <laughs> that that is correct. Like a boss. Okay. <laughs> but not not um, uh, menacingly, you know. Helpfully. And how is that different than the the zoo or carnival person? You know, it's the same th- exactly the same. Right, yeah. It it's it's a commanding whip, not a not a threatening whip. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an unthreatening whip. 
course. <laughs> Just an everyday flaming whip. Should should I roll two d six to see if I if I get high enough that I can remove threatening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. You should totally do that. Uh, that's a that's a ten. Okay, yeah, sure. You you re- you remove <laughs> the dangerous tag from it, so it's no. You have complete control over this burning flaming whip. Uh, yeah. A- as you sidle up to this ladder, you see a, a human man up at the top. You know, with a a small uh, torch lighting them. And as you just kind of slither up and say, it's like, may I be of assistance? <laughs> and he turns around and sees you with a whip. Do you just have it coiled? Are you like, you know, throwing around like you're using nunchucks or something? Like what, 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 how's Roxar handling this? Uh, Roxar punctuates uh, assistance, the, the in it with a, with a crack of the whip. Uh, okay, so you do it with a crack of the whip. Sure, yeah. Everybody on the street's staring at you right now. <laughs> okay, so I, am, am I correct in assuming that as you crack your burning brand, it does sound like a bullwhip with a bit of a sizzle at the end? Yes. Yep. Yeah, everybody on this street is staring at you and <laughs> I guess by extension the rest of the group. Oh, God. Um, as they are all staring, you scare the hell out of the, out of the guy at the top of the ladder and he's like, uh... I don't want any trouble now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, yeah, a couple guards are probably making their way towards you. Because, <laughs> again, you guys have the right to carry your weapons in town, but you have just pulled out ostensibly a weapon. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's good at smoothing things over? Uh, Connie! <laughs> uh, I have some charisma. Let's see how I... I have a lot of charisma. Yeah, I was going to say, more. Go, go smooth things over, well, man. I, I say let Roxar figure this out. Roxar? <laughs> I want to know what's happening here. If things get too hairy, I'll step in. You see people all uh, all eyes on you at the moment. I guess maybe this is Roxar's fetish. You know, <laughs> everybody's looking at you. Yeah, you know, he does He does like that. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebrand <laughs> on this person on the ladder and introduce the idea that uh, a fire whip might be helpful. <laughs> all right, go ahead and make a roll for that. I'm scared. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dope. This man, this dice roller is the best. Um, Technically legal. Dicerolling.com. <laughs> that's a 13. Whoa. Okay. Oof. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is the snake from Jungle Book? What's the snake from Ka. Jungle Book's name? Ka. Ka. Is it, 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 I think we've talked about this before, but is it like Ka where your eyes go all uh, wibbly and yeah. hypnotized looking? When you do your firebrand, his his irises turn into like little flames. You know, like uh, if you stare at a candle it. long enough, mm. you get you get hypnotized. He love fire. Okay, yeah. Uh, this gentleman at the top of the ladder, he's scared at first, but as you suggest that to him, uh, what do you say to, to make this suggestion? Play it out for me, baby. Yeah, I I, I pull out some uh, some string from a pocket. He doesn't really have pockets. Uh, I, I find a a small piece of something burnable like a little stick or something i like see it can be it can be helpful and i i hit the stick with the uh the whip and set it on fire uh the gentleman's eyes yeah you do see a small flicker of flame in their eyes and they're like oh oh he's oh you you startled me i i wasn't expecting that but yeah you know it i i could see that might be a bit helpful uh, here you're you're a strange one, but I I could see that. And tell me, tell me, uh, Roxar, how how are you lighting these? Are you just cracking your whip up at all these <laughs> torches? That is that is correct. 
Okay, yeah, so from standing at the ground, you crack your whip at these lanterns, and you... <sighs> There's not a roll I can make you make for this, so I guess you just do it. See? I guess you just <laughs> make <laughs> these torches. I, I feel like you, there probably is one. There probably is, like, some sort of... You can make this up. You can make up a roll. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to say this is a defy danger roll to keep you from burning down this fucking oh building that they're currently working right, on. Let's, let's see if this luck holds. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what is what is the stat that this uh, defy danger is on? So this defy danger, I'm going to say if you're trying to you're doing something a bit dexterous, I would say mm-hmm. with dex. Uh, that's an eight. That's an eight. OK, so. Since we're kind of just fudging it, you you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. So the wor- you either get a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. I'm going to say that you can continue to do this. Mm-hmm. And you can continue to try to do this, but I would say Roxar knows the ability of their flames. They know they have pretty solid control over it. If you continue mm-hmm. to do this, you 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 already get the feeling of I'm probably going to burn this building down. <laughs> you you have you are confident that this is this is this has worked this one time. This will not continue to work. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to offer you with this. Uh, I guess it's a combination of a hard bargain and a and a worse outcome here. I if Connie sees. That Roxar is doing this. Oh, you're like right there. Yes, she will 100% intervene. Yeah, <laughs> and I can go talk to the guards too if there's a situation. <laughs> Before Connie can intervene, uh, Roxar just says, ah, it, "It appears my work is done here," and uh, he walks away. <laughs> does he extinguish the whip? I gotta know. Yeah, does he extinguish the whip? Yeah, he, if he if he's walking away, he extinguishes the whip. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so more, do you just do we want to role play out you talking to the guards, or just kind of say y'all smooth it over? Yeah. So I'm talking to the dragonborn, like, okay, gotta go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I I I, I, I uh, slink over there, doing my best impression of a Jack Sparrow trying to get there in time and like intercept <laughs> them as they're walking towards. Uh, Rexar's like, hello, uh, Constabulary. Listen, I'm looking for a friend of mine. You see, I'm a very devout um, uh, worshiper of the Lord, and I'm feeling down on my luck. You see, my my, my sponsor uh, is here. Uh, do you know where Millivage is? And I would like to defy danger using my charisma and, and uh, de- defying them by distracting them with my charm. Um, I think that works, yeah. All right, I've been rolling D6s to see which ones are best. Gave up, because they're all bad. And I'm just going to use these. Suck. <laughs> yes! All right, I got an eight. Remind me again, uh, uh, you need an 18 to get plus three, or is it 17? 18. Yeah, you need 18 for plus three. Well, my 17 charisma brings it up to a 10. To a 10? Yeah, so that works. So the guards... Uh, a combination between uh, seeing you know the whip get extinguished, there's no longer a open flaming whip out there, and it seems like whatever happened has gone down. You catch their attention, and uh, so uh, you're looking for Millivage. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a bad day, just like every day here. Thank God the festival is tomorrow. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All will be well. But uh, my personal demons, I need Millivage to help me, please. 
Uh, yeah, if it's uh, for church business, I guess. And he, he kind of steps to the side and points behind him. He says, it's uh, it's that house right down there on the corner. And he, you see it, it's a, now it's, you know, a lot of these buildings look right identical, but you can see the one he's pointing at. It's, you know, typical small ramshackle hovel that he has there at the corner. Points it out Wonderful, for you. wonderful. Is there a back door? Uh, I mean. I don't want the other, his, his. Uh, as you can see, I am just a wretch, and I don't want to embarrass him by knocking on the front door. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I guess I understand. There's probably <laughs> something around the alleyway in the back. Mm, thank you so much. Uh, can I have a gold? I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with your ten, he's like, uh... Uh, okay, a, a tuppence for you, my boy. Please, you And then I turn to the the second guard. Uh, he wants a friend. Uh, you gotta roll. You're gonna have to roll to parlay or something with this guard. Now you, you're wilding wow. out. You're asking two guards for money. That is bold. That's okay. This is more than I ever uh, thought I would get. I've been watching too many uh, episodes of the hit show Umbrella Academy. Oh. And nice. I was channeling my good friend and yours, Klaus, uh, there. And ah, I'm, I'm getting those vibes. I feel yeah. like he would ask a cop that's like punching him in the face for money. <laughs> He's like, Please, you gotta get I just need a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, seeing the stern face of the second guard, I'm like, oh, you've been so helpful. Uh, sorry for uh, being rude. You can call me uh, if you ever need any help. Uh, I need mo- money. Uh, you can call me. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, bye. Uh, oh, okay. And you, you scurry off, and these guards are left very confused, <laughs> and they go back on their. Uh, about and the their guards patrols. like that guy's name was Patrick. Is what they say. <laughs> Seeing the guards point at uh, the house, Vincent will immediately start walking that direction. Gotcha, uh, Vincent. I've been meaning to ask you this, and just remind me: Did you drop off your box that you had, or are you still dragging it with you? Yes, I, I, I gave it to. Um, um, the child and and our friend to take in there. Irina, the trust that they would not open it. Got it. Perfect. Just wanted to to clarify because that's again you have a giant box that's part of your character. I love I just, the box. I have to make sure I'm tracking. Yeah, this. yeah. Um, I'll go with Vincent too. Okay. Do the rest of you kind of catch wind that they're running off, or do you? I guess Vincent more. Do you call over to everybody to get them to follow you, or what? What's happening? I will call to Connie because I did. I, I gave my word to Connie that I would let her talk first. Joshua. Yes. Are there any street vendors selling foods? Sure. There's a street meat vendor. I would like to buy several helpings of street meats. Mm. And then I will accompany uh, Vincent and Mort to the house, the, the, the chateau. For a handful or multiple servings of street meat, let's say it costs you four coin. Lovely. Uh, let me let me deduct that from our six hundred and sixty-two. I'm gonna make you track it. <laughs> we gotta quick. We gotta get our protein in our system real I'm, fast. I need to add. I have twenty coins. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna add. I think you stole that. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna add twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, I think you stole it from the guy in the shack. You love to steal. Yeah, you blue, you bluetoed him. Oh, wasn't it his life savings we called it or something? <gasps> He's dead. Well, he is Move dead on. now, so it's He is right. dead now. <laughs> he was throwing a kid in a fucking bag in the water. He was 
Yeah, he did some bad things. So as y'all make your way down the street towards the house that the guards pointed out, you see, again, a pretty small ramshackle home. It's it's a bit run down. It's still nicer than anything that was in Barovia, but it's not like, you know, the pristine manner of the Burgomeister or mm. anything like that. Uh, you don't see any lights on inside the house. We knock on the door. <laughs> I knock on the door. Well, can we, can we like, well, peek? well, we if, like if we're, them? if we're going as a crew, I'm going to go to the back door. Mm, that's smart. That's smart. Connie's going to go front door, but Bandit's going to climb the side of the house. Or is there, is it like a two story, a single story? Let's say it is a two story. Yeah. Pretty small, two story, thin and narrow. But yes, let's say it's a two story. She's going to send Bandit to uh, scout the second story. Perfect. So I just want to get this in mind where everybody is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mort is at the back door. Too, too quick, I, I find trash, like bottles, sticks, things like that, and place it in front of the back door. So in case he does yell, we'll have a little, it's going to be one part home alone, uh, two parts uh, noise. Got it. So I'm probably like in an alley across the way so that if there is like a a window mm, or something. You're just uh, watching the back door. I assume it is an alley, right? So I'm, yes. I want to like slink into like a corner, maybe behind a trash can or something and then kind of try to not be seen, but I want to watch the back door after I set up my Kevin McAllister trap. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like Ember would just be at the front door with Connie. Okay. So Connie and Ember at the front door, Mort in the back alley. Vincent, Roxar, where are the two of you? I'm in the back with uh, yeah. Mort. Okay. I help him hide. And Roxar? Uh, <laughs> Roxar wants to make friends with Mort, so he'd be following, following Mort. Oh my god, everyone's backdoor boys. <laughs> like, all right, backdoor okay. boys. <laughs> and then Bandit is climbing up the side of the building uh, to scout. This is probably actually a good idea, though. Like, just to, like, not, like, show up at the front right, door right, with, right. like, our whole crew. Just, like, two people. That's, like, you know, reasonable. Yeah, I take out some of my, like, sleeping stuff and and throw it over um Roxar so he just looks like a mound of trash <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh as bandit scurries going out like to the top floor window or something to look in yeah okay Matthew why do you hold your mic uh because my mic stand is with all of my stuff that is being shipped here Damn. you should buy something you deserve <laughs> treat yourself <laughs> yeah it's coming with all of the stuff that We'll be here tomorrow, so I got will it. have got it, it, got it, got it got that it. I've already bought. Can you hold it? Molly says that it's here and it's upstairs and decided to tell me now after the question has been asked. <laughs> I respect that. I love it. Yeah, we'll, I'll have it for the second recording. It sounds fine. That's funny. Okay. So while you have Bandit screwing up, you can't communicate telepathically with Bandit, right? It's only verbal communication. Um, I can communicate with him. My heart, but not oh, in your heart. telepathically. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so now that I have an idea of where everybody is, Connie, do you just knock on the door? Yeah. You knock on the door. Are you like putting your ear up against the door to listen or anything like that? Because again, lights are all off, but... Are there windows in the front? There are windows. Can we can I peek through the windows to see if I can see anything? Connie's gonna be Connie's gonna play play it straight. Yeah, but if Ember's like, I gotta I gotta check out what's going on in here. Ember knows what's up. Okay. So Connie, as you, you knock on the door, you step back and you wait a few moments. Um Ember, you can't get a clear view because there are these shades drawn. Ah. Uh you do see some scurrying movement of somebody trying to keep very, very quiet. Uh there is movement in the house though. 
Uh, Ibber kind of like waves at Connie and is like, someone's in there. They're in there. Connie will knock again. <laughs> Connie's like, I have to set up my microphone. It's my beautiful, <laughs> wonderful wife who's so smart and I'm wondering strong. if there's... We knocked. Well, you can tell me, I guess, what happens when we knock a second time. Uh, Ember, you don't see any of the movement again at this point. Uh, I will say, alley crew, back in the back alley, you do see the door alley open. Boys. Back door boys! Always opening? You see the back door boys, and what you see is you see uh, Millie Vaj, uh, the tall kind of dumb looking, but handsome half-orc man. And he has several bags uh, on his back and over his shoulder and hanging with him. And he's holding the hands of two very young half-orcs leading him out (gasps) into the alleyway, trying to be as quiet as possible and is trying to is trying to sneak out the back. Oh, well, the bottles, a broken broom handle, I'm sure are making such a clatter. Oh yeah, no. Like he he gets a couple like a couple steps out of the door, and let, because he's so overburdened and, and carried, yeah, he fall falls over. There's a crash and a clatter, um, and he's a- after that happens, he gets up. He's very panicked, and he's starting to scurry with them and move very quickly to get out of the alleyway. As as he's falling, I would like to come out of hiding and stand yeah. over him so he has nowhere to go. Yeah, maybe we, we like spread out where like one of us is in the middle, one's like four feet to the left, one's four feet to the right type situation. Okay, I would say Connie and Ember, you you hear the clatter of a trash can, of a metal trash can, broken bottles, a broken wooden broom Burn. in the back. Uh, you you hear that from the back of the house. Okay, so is there something stupid I can roll to make sure that it's not Bandit? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. You can try and discern realities if you want. <laughs> All right. Um, I did not pass that roll. <laughs> you did not pass that roll. Yeah, oh, no. you just think I rolled Bandit. Snake eyes. You just think Bandit's wilding out back there. Say boy. But we, know, but, we know, but we know that stuff is... I mean, we we know that you guys are back there. Mm-hmm. And if we hear a clatter you know from that? back there... Yeah. Yeah, we would have talked about I'm it. I'm giving myself an experience anyway. All right. <laughs> you, you get an experience for that. Yes, you do. I feel like Ember would like make moves towards the back. like But like creep along the side of the house. Um, peek around. As the, the, the uh, backyard boys pop out... Uh, backdoor boys like Millivage, been looking for you. Oh my, my, my mortal soul! It, it, it's, 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 it's weeping. I need to talk to you, friend. As you're talking, Millivage uh, immediately pushes the two young half orc children behind him. He picks up the broken broom handle that's on the ground. He's between you and the children. He's holding at at you, and he's he basically tries to take a swipe at you. Me? Yes. He tries to thwack me. Yeah, he does not. He does not even <laughs> let you finish. He is between you and the two younger half orcs, and he takes a swipe at you. He he swings a bit wide at first, but he he is down and ready to fight at this moment. Uh, I don't know who you are, who sent you, or why you are here. You will leave me and my family alone. We've met you. It's me, Mort. Have we met? D- yeah, did we meet at the church? You brought us to the church. We're friends. I I meant more in the broad sense of who you are and who sent you. Just in in case I can never be caught by surprise, when an enemy would get the drop on you, I get to act first instead. Uh, Yes, that that was that. I I was taking that into account why he didn't, you know, kind of give a cheap shot on you with that. It's it's the classic. This thing didn't happen. 
But yet, I still have to mention it in case maybe it almost does. <laughs> yeah. I have it on my character sheet. And it feels like, even though I didn't get to use it, it feels like I did. And that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and plus, it's fun for the, the listeners, I assume, to hear mechanics happen sometimes. Or it's the opposite of fun, and I made it worse. I don't know. Definitely explaining it's making no, it worse. No, no, it's, it's, it's good to explain. I mean, Dungeon World is still a relatively mm-hmm. you know, new thing for probably many of the people listening. Yeah. So. so like as he swings at me, I kind of like dodge back a little bit. I'm like, hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. Listen, uh, who, we, we don't want to do this in front of your, your family, and I, 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 I don't want to um, harm them. We just want to talk. I assume you are not evil, so I just need to know who you're working uh so at this point he is standing there and it's the three of you kind of making you know a semi-circle around him ember you are coming uh, around the mm-hmm. back and you're seeing this scene right now yeah. of millivage two young children and the three of them are, and he's standing there with his broken broom handle like you know trying to make sure no one's coming close to him and more i'm gonna say you're gonna have to parlay with him have to roll to parlay because you do have leverage over him at this moment. Oh, yeah, so much leverage. It, if I have heard anything at this point, I would go back around to the. I think it's safe to, to safe to say that you're you're hearing uh, a little bit of commotion. It's not yeah. you know like screaming or anything. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd call I'd call Bandit down and start heading around the back. Yeah, because I would be like merely Vodge, like loud enough oh, that it kind of like echoes a little bit. I see that you are out here in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> I have made fun. Like a wrestling match or yeah, something. Exactly. My friend, we've been looking for <laughs> you. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I got an 11, my friend. Okay, absolutely. Um, so on a success. Got it. He says, okay. Whatever is going on here, though. They stay out of it. And he's kind of gesturing with his elbow to the two youngins behind him. Of course. Unless, and then I... I would never allow anything to happen to them, Millivage. I kind of step up and kind of whisper to him if he allows it. We don't want to do anything to make the lives of these children happy. Or unhappy, excuse me. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. Rough. Cold-blooded kids. We're going to kill you and him. I would Whoa. never bring joy to a child. <laughs> Um, and then, like, uh, like I get even closer and say, not that you would do the same, but we sa- we saved, uh, what the fuck was his name? Not Borto. But, uh, <laughs> Bor- <laughs> Is it Borto? We, I say, we saved Borto. <laughs> Who's Borto? <laughs> Yeska. We saved- Tam, y'all remember Borath? My son is also named Borto. <laughs> <laughs> we saved Borath. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I remember Borath because whenever Borath. I hear the name Mort, I'm like, why did I choose that? Oh yeah, I didn't. I simply chose not to be Borath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My opinion, you fucked up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely kind of like a threatening, like, because I feel like we got this guy's ass in in every way his ass could be gotten. You know, he did it. He's he's a naughty boy. He maybe he. I'm hoping you know, uh, kind of peering around the corner of what I assume the adventure is doing is that he's a patsy and someone had mm. a, a parlay on him or leverage on him, so to speak. That being said, I sure hope it's the case because I don't want to murder this guy in front of his kids. I feel like um, even though the the more evil of us uh, don't want to fuck with someone uh, in front of kids or will accept things due to like, oh, I was protecting a child. Even, I killed this one child to protect two children. Like, All right. Um, so yeah, definitely giving him that like, we are within our rights. 
like as good people. Not that it necessarily matters uh, to to smite him. I will say when you when you mentioned Yeska's name, uh, like you know, uh, kind of the grayish greenish skin that uh, half orcs and orcs have. You you know, he gets a a little bit pale, and he Uh-oh. you can see in his eyes like yeah, you you got you got his ass dead to rights. Like he realizes what you know, and he says. Okay, and he he lowers the stick and he just drops it on the ground and he says, he looks around the alley. Connie, you're coming around and seeing the commotion at this point. He says, let's uh, let's go inside. Mm-hmm. I say, and he, <laughs> you seem stressed out. Here, eat this. Wait, what? I'm giving him. I got street meat. A little bit of street oh. meat, completely poisoned. Um, what? Oh, what? Yeah, I'm poisoning. You're poisoning. I more probably always carries around some sort of snack that's horrifically poisoned, uh, but it's poisoned by golden root so that he would, if he eats it, it's still a very weird situation. So I don't <laughs> technically expect him to do it. Uh, uh, this is getting worse. The target treats the next creature they see as a trusted ally until proven otherwise. So that might only last four seconds, but I, I love it. I'm living for this. Wait. Okay. So... I think that's fair to say that you would have treated the street mate that maybe Connie passed out mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, here, here, here. To show that we're friends, you look a little hungry. Uh, and then I eat some of my own non-tainted street meat and give him... Actually, I think, I'm, I, think I might be immune to it. I think you I are. I slap Mort's hand when he reaches for it. It's like, this isn't for you. <laughs> God <damn> it. <laughs> uh, so he he leads you back into his house as he kind of steps over the broken glass and everything that's there. And as he goes in, he, you know, at this point, the jig's up. So he lights a, a small lantern and the small kitchen area. There's a small round dinner table there. And he he brings uh, the, the two young half-orcs that he has with him to the other room. And he... Puts down a bag, takes out a couple toys. He says, oh, "You two, just, just play for a minute, okay?" I love it. And I feel He's bad so now. Good. I can't. It's, I'm no longer playing an evil character. <laughs> um. So I, I guess Connie, are you passing out the street meat or something at this point? Like, I think I know why you got the street meat. So Milavaj, Milavaj, Milavaj. I'd heard that um, you were taking care of your family, and what with it being the festival tomorrow, I thought I'd bring you all a little treat to celebrate the festival's eve uh i will say that the two young children their eyes go massive and like they take it and they handle it very delicately and then they just tear into it and just start eating like so happy and and thankful for this and they're they're chuckling and giggling (laughs) thank you thank you miss Oh, you're so welcome and so well-behaved. Wonderful children. <laughs> I don't know how you managed to be their older sibling and they look like children. You look like a full-grown adult, but I won't question your parents. <laughs> I don't say that out loud. I mean, he's a, he's, he is an older teenager. Oh, we all know that half-orcs, they, uh, they reach adulthood at 14. So, mm. you know, I mean, they're like it's five. They're being- oh, so they're like... Pff, they're young. Nine, yeah. Eight. But anyway, yes, yeah, so, so Milivaj is sitting at the table and the kitchen is like, so what, what are you planning to do with me? Where are the remains, Milivaj? <sighs> we want to protect this area from the devil. <laughs> <laughs> now let's say Strahd. Let's say Strahd to him. Strahd, Strahd, Strahd. Strahd. Yeah, we say Strahd. Strahd. <laughs> did Mort get any of the food? Yes or no? And did, I guess did 
more, uh, I guess, poison it with golden root. I just, I need to confirm this. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> I would love to poison him with golden root. I guess, Kana, you're, you're the deciding factor. Make them BFFs. What we'll do is we'll say that Connie has like, I don't know, not a plate, but like a, a like a bag of 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 the the stuff and a bag of meat. Pass it. She bag a bag. So, you know, wa- you know, walking bacon. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, she she hands it out to the kids first, and is clearly like paying attention to them more so than everything else because she's trying to win their favor yeah so so uh josh actually i i i chose in venom as opposed to poison master poison master i could do the classic oh take a sip of my wine uh and they're both poison situation um and venom uh turns something you gotta nom to where what mort does is just kind of give a a spritz as if it was a cologne and uh as we're like walking in to the apartment I get a little bit on my glove and then I rub it like I, I kind of like slap. I remember we talked about that yeah. a couple times ago. Yes. yes. Okay. So like you can, it's like sometimes that's written. It's like, oh, it's a pinprick, but like it just says touch. It literally just says touch. It does. Yeah. Um. So like I get like I kind of slap him on the back as I lead him in and then I get just like a little bit on his neck. A little, a little bit of a tickle, you know, a little tickle and mm. uh, maybe it takes a slow to, to work. But uh, we we can kind of get rid of the um, uh, Princess Diaries aspect. Is that the name of it? Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Oh, Princess yeah. Bride. You were um, maybe fifty percent right. I love poisoning people in the Princess Diaries. I haven't seen that, but maybe that comes up. <laughs> Inconceivable. Uh, so I will say after after you have a moment to you know you apply that you brush them on the back of the neck with your poison. He, he, some of the edge that he has in guard comes down slightly. Mm. And uh, in response to Vincent asking where the remains, he's like, I, I don't have them. I, yes, I stole them from the tomb. That was because somebody asked me to take them because they were paying me a lot of money to do so. And I thought, you know, just some bones. Nothing serious. I don't know what they were for, but I I turned them over and I got paid, and I was thinking that was going to be that. Now, now that I've uh, lowered his his guard, I would like to drop the bomb on him that those were the only thing protecting the town mm-hmm. from the devil. Strahd, Strahd, Strahd. <laughs> now, okay, does Connie say the devil or Strahd? Oh, I'll say Strahd. I'll Strahd him. Strahd him. Nice. Drop some hard s's up in here. <laughs> <laughs> You see him visibly wince uh, when you say Strahd, and he kind of looks at you dumbfounded for a second, and then just kind of at the table puts his face down in his hands and is just sitting there silent. So bad. I'm mean, too. <laughs> Milavage, you can help resolve this if you could just tell us more about where you brought them, who you gave them to, and we promise, I promise, not to hold any grudge against you. You, uh, I'm going to say with that, make a parlay roll. And because he is treating you as a trusted ally and you definitely have leverage over him with his siblings involved, I'm going to take a plus two on this. Oh, oh. You have like everything you can to hold this over him. 
Sorry, what do I, I add charisma to that? Yes. Yeah, doesn't Monster oh, Hearts use like strings and you have oh, every string? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an 11. An 11. He says, just no matter, I, I don't care what happens with me. You can turn me in after this if you want. I'm going to cooperate. Just any gestures over to the other room. Just make sure they're taken care of. We don't need to I, turn you in. This is a hell place. You deserve to be punished, but see, and then I kind of look over at the kids. Who gives a shit? Uh, we're going to get rid of Strahd. So as long as, I think for all of us, having a new friend, right? We're friends, is better for us uh, than seeing justice served. Although Vincent is fu- visibly fuming at this point. Oh, just, I believe that, yeah. yeah that's fair, that's fair. Just, bobbling in his chair just <laughs> what's just uh, just so i so i know before we wrap up here what's roxar doing <laughs> we always uh, got to check in with we roxar. really got you got to <laughs> got to check in with roxar roxar saw mort touch this guy's neck and he's like yeah, i'm gonna touch some necks too <laughs> just, yeah, just like rubbing mort's neck, neck. <laughs> like all right brother <laughs> <laughs> keep forgetting i don't have push to talk and it's horrible <laughs> uh roxar you know he he does see the neck touch uh that does give him um feelings in in places he's unsure of oh uh, maybe he's very places. he's he's very sure of uh matt sperlin as the the narrator is unsure of uh uh you know the cloaca biology is not something i'm super duper familiar with uh mm-hmm. so i'm gonna skip over that part um no, no, let's go real detail what's happening <laughs> Yeah, but mostly he is—he's uh, just kind of hanging around Mort, just kind of observing. He's—he's he's chilled out a little bit since uh, uh, the the fire whip incident, and uh, now <laughs> mm-hmm. now he is assessing before uh, doing a crack, doing a doing a whip got crack. It. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. So Millie Vaj is sitting there, and he says, "Okay, then I I gave the bones to." Uh, the town's coffin maker, uh, Henrik Vanderhort. I don't know what he wanted with them. He just, he offered me a hundred gold and that's more money than I've ever seen in my entire life. And I mean, how, everything I do is for these, for these kids. I'm, I'm all they have left and it, you know, it's just a couple of stupid bones, right? And I thought we would, we would be set for years with this. A couple of stupid, stupid magic bones that are protecting you and your family. Well, I know that now, apparently. <laughs> you chose to end a child's life for a hundred gold pieces? Can we go back to how, what, what's the, what, do we know what, was it Veska, how Veska ties into all this? Yeska yes. saw them yes, doing yeah. it. Yeah, Yeska's the altar boy. He li- he's an orphan, lives at the church, and when um, Bluto and Millivage were in the crypt stealing the bones. Yeska caught them in the act, and they were trying to just get rid of Yeska. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. But Millivage, in response to Vincent saying that, he he just looks down and gets quiet, and he just shrugs his shoulders, doesn't really have anything to say at that. Very, very visibly ashamed at their actions. 
Vincent stands up and walks out the door and waits for you guys to finish, or he will do something Damn. he's going to regret. I would like to roll something to force Milavage to have to adopt Veska. <laughs> or Yeska? Interesting. Yes, Wait, is that a good yes. idea? Does Yeska want I know to this guy tried to kill you, but he's your dad now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could Just be like family. It could be like Batman, Robin, kind of like right. adoptives. Like you are now, he, he's not your ward, but you are financially responsible mm, for right. this child. He has okay, to pay okay, alimony okay. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to make sure this child yeah, lives a life. Financially responsible. You, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That hundred gold belongs to Yeska now. Yeah. What about some for the kids? Though? In a in a way. Yeah, they just got street meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. My 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 generosity only goes so far. <laughs> uh, Melibaz just silently nods. Oh, I didn't get it. Oh, I wanted to roll for that. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you guys bet- between your parlay roll, the golden root, and everything, like he, you you guys, you have his ass. He's he, he's just along for the ride now. Yep, yep. Is it is it a good ass? <laughs> I mean, he's a muscular man that does a lot of carpentry and. A lot of work in, like, Millivage, you know? Pretty good-looking dude, you'd say. Yeah. He's yeah. very he's, big. He's, he's, pack, he's packing it. Got it. Where I mean, whereas Strahd has a pancake ass, yeah. Millivage <laughs> has a dump truck fucking ass. embarrassing. <laughs> he's, he's packing a dump truck. <laughs> All right. He's so, got a dump truck ass. So, Hen- so just to kind of, like, confirm, Henrik paid Bort and um, Millivage, Bluto, right? Wait, who's Bort? What? Pluto. To get bones. Or did... I guess I want to clarify with Millivage. Was it Henrik that paid you the money? Who paid... Henrik paid me the money, and I looped in old Pluto because... I mean, I work with him a lot. I figured I could use some of the bits of metal he has to pick the lock, Uh and I told him that I was making... 50 gold to do it, and I gave him 20. Damn, you did a lie. Uh, <laughs> you gave him 20? <laughs> and I lean back, and I jiggle. This is life saving. I jiggle my coin force. Um, do we know he's dead, or do we just assume he's dead? Or what? Oh, he's super dead. Oh, we we, got, we know. Didn't his head get popped off? Do, do the characters know? I mean, you saw, like, when you heard the explosion, and when you turned uh. around, you saw the giant thing in the lake dragging the corpse okay. of Bluto into the lake. Millivage, I hate to say this, but well, I don't. Bluto's dead. Well, he's just face, uh, like hands on face, just like, oh god, I didn't, I didn't want all this to happen, and I'm, I know I've done wrong, and I don't, I fucked up. You fucked, I fucked up? up. I fucked up. Watch your mouth. I fucked up. But uh, the rest of your long life will be spent making up. Uh, your fuck upness. So, did uh, Henrik mention anything at all who he's working for, why he wants to do it, and then obviously follow up question. Please tell us exactly where Henrik lives. He he didn't. He would not answer any questions, and he made it very clear that the deal would be off otherwise. But I can I can I can show you where he lives. Did you just think he was horny for bones? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, he's he's a coffin maker. Yeah, but they don't, don't make the 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 coffins for the bones. They make it for the people who die. You know, they don't they don't make money off of off of bones. They make money off of people. Frankly, I I I didn't ask questions. Milifaz, you're dumb as fuck. <laughs> your grave 
digger. I mean, it's 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 you, you shouldn't be casting aspersions like this. This is your industry. This is your industry. <laughs> this is like a shoe store being cast talking shit about a sock. You will sales. never graduate from your apprenticeship. That's true. Uh, but I think that's a good place for us to stop for now. Yeah. Oh wow, what a stressful one. Woo. Woo. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening today. And I hope you all had a good time. I hope you all had a good time as well. Yeah. You guys you guys met Millie Vaj and his family. It was real sad and messed up. Yeah, but, you know, I feel bad for him. I, I feel oh, like- man. did we, we earned a whole experience for this encounter, right? <laughs> Had to. Sure, you did solve a mystery. Yeah, so I guess everybody... Yes, 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 yes. I know you're just... You're crazy horn for that uh, dire record. Yeah, you know what I want. <laughs> I need what it. What level do you need to be? Six. Oh, uh, how close are you? Now I've I just leveled up from that yes. from, from begging begging for an experience. Yeah. I should have shifted the danger somewhere, and I didn't do that. Piss! I should have said my oh. name is Irina. No, Vincent. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you want to hear more, you can go to geeklyinc.com. There's plenty of other great podcasts and shows like Welcome to St. Paxton, uh, Greetings Adventurers, Naruto Revuto, Transformation Sequence, so many great things out there to listen to. Is there anything coming up? Are there any major events coming up that I'm not thinking of? Someone's birthday is probably coming up, so happy birthday happy to birthday. you. No. I turned 30 next weekend, but oh, that's not... That's, you're old as shit. Yeah. You're going to die. I know, right? Um, I, my whole body hurts always. How how dare you be that much younger than me? Mm-hmm. I know exactly. Little child. It's rude of you to not be currently in your thirties. Molly Josh's birthday is next weekend. Do you you have to give him like an accounting birthday? You got you got an you gotta, accounting like, birthday. Just means you go to work. Put, put one year in his debit column or some shit. Yeah, or credit. I don't remember which one's the bad one. Uh, well, it depends on if if age has a natural debit or credit balance. That's a bad accounting joke. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us all on Twitter at... I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. I'm at Matthew M. Morris. I'm at Punk1290. I'm at J.W. Scalf. I'm at Undead Carry. Well, until next time, everybody. That, that was random.
Uh, Matt just lost power for a second. He should be back in a sec. Yeah, we can hold off from that. Well, one negative of us living a five-minute walk from each other, <laughs> it's like, oh, we both are experiencing the storm. Hopefully we don't lose power. I would never Hopefully. lose power. We could, I mean, it's That's a problem. In- Whoa! Oh, I heard that. I heard that. That was cool. Oh, that's that's scary. Scary. <laughs> get me. Like, the sky looks kind of green, actually. It's like... I'm freaking scared. Green? Uh, like a little yeah. green, greenish-yellowy tint to it. Um, I'm going to go put a bucket under the area where, where our wall leaks. It's great. I love oh, to live in this. Oh, it's probably a good idea. I love our apartment. It's great. <laughs> in Boston? Tornadoes aren't... Common in Boston. No, I don't think it's gonna. Be, yeah, I doubt it's a tornado. It's just, I think it's just thunderstorms passing through. Hopefully, okay. San Diego's Although really there was, nice. There was also a fucking earthquake. Was that last week or the week before in North Carolina, which is crazy? Mm. Oh yeah, my parents from. felt it from where they lived, and they're they're like hundreds of miles away from where the earthquake. Yeah, hit. But like that does not happen there. So 2020 is just straight up apocalyptic. We don't get many earthquakes in Texas, but a few years ago I was involved in one and I was also in my skyscraper building at work, which that's a terrifying feeling. And especially because I don't think like buildings in California are built with earthquakes in mind, Mm -hmm. but not so much other places. So... Yeah, like, yep. what, what did that, was it, were, was it, like, moving like yes. this? Ugh. It was, it, it just kind of felt like, um, almost kind of like you were on a boat, to be honest. Which, I mean, which granted, is not a great feeling when you're 11 stories off the ground. No, I mean, and, and tall buildings no. do, like, they do that, like, they have to kind of be able to move a bit, but it still doesn't feel good to be inside of it, even though that's how they're supposed to work. No, I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go work from home for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, like, see ya, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, Tim's office, he, I think he works on, like, what is it about the 25th floor or something when he is in the oh. office? So it gets, re- sometimes it gets really bad up there and people will get like nauseated and get vertigo from the building just moving a lot. Yeah. Yikes. Good times. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mort, Morty, Morty, we got, we, we, we got, we got to go on an adventure, Morty. It, <laughs> it, it, just real quick, just 15 minutes adventure, Morty. Just right through the portal. Just, just good, real quick. 15 that's minutes actually adventure. a yeah. really good impression. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus. Jesus! Oh my god, that was such a big crack of lightning. Woo. Uh, I didn't hear that. That's so scary! Oh, <laughs> oh there it oh. is. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh! Wow, another one! Holy Stop. crap! Whoa! That was close, or there's a. We're gonna get one. lightning struck! It's gonna hit me through the window! I was gonna say, like, is this, is this session just cursed now? <laughs> Maybe! Five? Five you, se- oh, you, you oh, didn't oh, explain. the second. I explained! I was All right, like, it's let's 501. Do it again. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, so at the second, at. Uh, we'll, we'll say 20 seconds. 20? That's yeah. so long. All right, at 20 Touch seconds, it. hit it. Perfect. Milivage, I hate to say this, but. Well, I don't. Bluto's dead. I missed everything you said because I yanked out my headphones on accident because I stepped on them. So please say that again. I'm not repeating. <laughs> okay. Too uh, bad. It was kind of like really deep and awesome, and you had to be there. Uh, Bluto, Milivaj, I hate to say this, but Bluto is dead. What if? Wait. What if? What if it's the coronavirus virus that makes you undead? Oh, frick! Your patience. This joke is not funny. Do not laugh at it. Yeah, don't die. Also, jokes. 
Yeah, you can't die, uh, or else all of the things we say are going to seem extremely. Yeah, we can't. We can't release this. <laughs> really, really bad. Sam, you, hey, y'all do uh, have a bad track record of saying something on the cast yeah, that comes we, through. Yeah, we didn't even keep our mouth shut. <laughs> How do I stop? Oh no.